Hey, boys and girls, put on a nice dry pair of underwear because we're going to be talking about The Loneliest Runner that first aired on December 20th, 1976 on this podcast, Network Special, the only, only, only Mm -hmm. podcast Mm -hmm. where two men talk about pop culture. And in particular, we talk about the golden age of appointment television when you had to watch TV when it was broadcast. But now, thanks Mm -hmm. to the magic of the internet, we can watch these things again and again. Emphasis on the men. That's right. And uh, (laughs) the the, the outlook that everybody is crying out for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Uh, just relax. Only 40 million people watching. What got you interested in running? That's good. What got you interested in running? We're talking about The Loneliest Runner, a, a movie written and directed by Michael Landon, star of television star of television from the 60s to the 80s popular mm-hmm. forever and this was a uh, t- made for tv movie i had heard about for years and i only knew it was somehow about bedwetting but mm-hmm. it, it was this reference that i hear all the time for some reason uh, for like pop culture magazines or or whatever pop culture magazines. I don't know where I was hearing it. <laughs> Whenever people talk about made-for-TV movies, some reason this title always came up. And uh, after watching it for the first time, I I don't know if I understand why this is stuck in the public's brain so much after watching it, but we're going to figure out why that is on today's show. Had you ever seen this before, Nathan? Uh, n- no, Zachariah. What about you in the booth? <laughs> Mm. I forgot to introduce everybody. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was trying to. I trying assumed to that, that all, casually. all the species out there already knew who we were. <laughs> They're just busy updating our Wikipedia and the Reddit forums. I'm of course mm-hmm. Zachariah, and I'm here with my co-host Nathan. And who is in the booth per- recording all of us? Uh, the man, the mystery, the myth, Jeremy Demery. That's right. That's what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. Had you heard okay. of this before, or wh- am I alone here in terms of I, I, I'd heard this title dropped all the time? I've heard the title before, but I never, I didn't know it was about bedwetting or anything. I just when you when you suggested we watch it, it struck a bell in some some deep corners of my mind. Yeah, there's also a British movie called The Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner. That's this big <laughs> seminal movie in in Britain. Um, but this is what year was this? Not again? that. What year was this? It was 1976. Yeah. 1976. Five days before Christmas, this aired. You could watch mm. parents uh, mentally abusing their son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, well, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, okay. As you were watching this, did at any point did you say to yourself? Wait, is this really just about someone who wets the bed? <laughs> That's what the premise of the movie is, and it sticks to it. Yeah. I thought I thought maybe it was just going to be kind of a little of a backdrop, a little bit to him being an Olympic runner. Um, but no, it's the 
core of the movie. <laughs> this movie could be called, this movie should be called The Bedwetter. Yeah. Right? There's very, yeah. there's some running, there's some loneliness. Mostly mm-hmm. there's a lot of peeing the bed talk. <laughs> yeah. And yellow sheets. Mm-hmm. Them sheets is yeller. <laughs> now I have, this is supposed to be about uh, a abusive mother who is very mean to her child and yeah. because the child has a bedwetting problem. But I, of course, I, I, I don't believe uh, children. So I actually think that this kid was doing it on purpose. And this is a story about a kid <laughs> who finally learns his lesson the hard you, way. You and the mom. Uh, you know, that was a twist I didn't see coming when I thought it really was going to be the dad was going to be like, come on, be a man. But it was really the mom who was like, you know, he's just like, oh, no. I mean, we find out why later. But um, she's like thinking he is just laying in his bed at night, just pissing away. Big smile on his face. (laughs) Yeah, just drifting off going like, ah, I didn't have to get up that time. (laughs) Uh, I hadn't thought about bed. I I don't have any children, so I haven't thought about bedwetting in a long time. Um, I guess I dealt with it. it most kids deal with it at some age, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I remember being in my small bed, and at some point, they had the old plastic sheet or the rubber sheet yep. underneath the other sheet, and it was just uh, my parents didn't shame me about it, but it definitely. God, what a what a phase of my life I'm glad is over just like waking up being bummed out you have to like wake your parents up yep they kind of like groggily <laughs> stumble and clean it up and then uh that's uh-huh. that's that but man what a bummer yeah I um actually had the exact same problem as him okay and I would pee the bed I like yep up until like even like um maybe even seventh grade okay like I had to get medicine Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they would, they would, you know, I wasn't, obviously they would, if I, if I was reaching for a Coke or something at like eight o'clock, no, everyone's like dropping everything to like kick the can out of my hand. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I would take like a, like I wouldn't do it at the house. I wouldn't uh, take the medicine, but if I was going um, on like a school trip or something, Right. Uh, or camping or something, then I would have the medicine. Uh, I don't remember if it worked or not, but you I mean, take, you take pee no would... more. What's that? You take a pee no more. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. A saw. Yeah, if I had to add the saw at the end. Um, <laughs> and did you just kind of stop after a certain age or let me, I, let me guess. Probably. You were doing it on purpose probably. for attention because you love attention. So, okay. Anyway, so I was it. trying to think about that concept, right? Like there were there actually was a few times in my life where I was really tired and I knew that I wouldn't get in trouble. Wow. And I peed. I just just did it. I don't I have no problem believing that story from you. <laughs> it was like it was like maybe once or twice. I mean, I don't know. I can just remember, but mm-hmm. it was not to the extent that the mom accuses this boy, like where it was every night. It was just like, like one time I remember like just being so tired and just being just, and it's like, if you just lay there, it's just warm. <laughs> just don't move <sighs> and you won't feel the liquid. God, <laughs> Ethan, you are revolting. 
<laughs> of course, you're. I'm a freaking little kid. You know what? What I, you know? I'm like two steps away from eating my own poop. Like peeing the bed's whoa, not that whoa, big of a whoa. deal. <laughs> this went from seventh grade to being a little kid. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Like when I was like six in sixth grade, I wouldn't have done that. Okay, I probably, okay. I probably, I probably would have been in you know early element elementary and having that kind of contact. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I did it one time at camp, and I had to like go and my dad was a counselor, so I had to like creep out the door and like hey, I paid, I paid, <laughs> and then he would come and he cleaned it up, like so no one knew. And and the the best story is one time I stayed at a friend's house and he, like or like we went to his dad's camping. We went to his dad's like uh, RV. You know, he had like a little camper on this campground. And the night before, we were all just like driving, you know, driving the golf cart around. And he like they they kept like like saying like, hey, why don't you drive the the golf cart? And I was like, no, I. I I'm too afraid. I'm not, I, I've never driven anything before. They're like, no, come on, you, you'll be fine. So I get in the thing. And not, not five seconds later, I have drove driven it into his truck. <laughs> like just a massive ding into the truck, like this big red shiny new truck. And I've just jammed it. And I, he goes, what the hell? <laughs> like son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I was like, ah, and I like ran and I hid and I was just <laughs> crying. And like, and then my friend came around and he's like, Hey, it's okay. You're, it's fine. My dad's not going to do anything. Cause he was like, his dad was like super intimidating. Um, and then, uh, that night I actually peed in their bunk bed <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I just, I was like, that's, I'm not, that's it. We left. And I didn't say a word. <laughs> and I told my friend later, like later, like in the month or something like, Hey, I, I I don't know if you knew, but I peed. He goes, "Yeah, we knew." <laughs> like, well, thanks for not saying anything. The dad was really nice. He like he didn't tell my mom any of the story. He didn't say anything. He was just like, "Oh, he was great. He was great." <laughs> that actually endeared me to him a little bit. Sure. After that, after that, that time. Were you ever invited <laughs> back? Uh, I no <laughs> no. I, I, I I don't know. If, how many times he went, but he, he never he never called me and said, "Hey, we're going to the camper again." <laughs> but I pl- stayed plenty at his house, you know. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Wow. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us this week on the show. <laughs> I'm writing my my own autobiography as we speak, <laughs> called the Very Popular Sitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, mine's called the. Uh, <clears throat> the reckless driver. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it's, it's good to know that you have so much on job training to talk about this yeah. movie this week, <laughs> uh, which was, as I said before, written and directed by TV's Michael Landon. And, and it's autobiographical. Yeah. Um, uh, to, to, to a point. Yes, he he does not wind up being the star of Little House on the Prairie at the end of this <laughs> no. movie. Michael Landon, though, he, yeah. man. He doesn't run to every audition. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I remember seeing Michael Landon just on People Magazine. I think he was on People Magazine's cover every other week while I was growing up, including after his death, which was like around yeah. age like 50-something. Yeah. Um, 
but man, from, I remember that time a lot. Him dying. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was like a, a big, huge deal. big event. Because yeah. and I, when I was little, I was like, oh yeah, the little house on the prairie guy died. Boy, he's really captured the public's imagination. But now I realize, <laughs> right when he was like twenty-two, he was starring on Bonanza, this massive series that ran for over four hundred episodes. Wow. Then right afterwards, he's on Little House on the Prairie. That's huge. That runs yep. for a couple seasons. And then he's on Highway to Heaven. And that's yeah. huge. And these are all also... Wait. What's that? Wait, which... Touched by an angel. Is that different? That's, like, that's the lady angel. Highway okay. to Heaven, Michael Landon is an angel who befriends oh, that's right. people and helps them out. But Landon's never in Touched by an Angel. I don't think he was, no. Okay. I think he was passed on before Touch by an Angel came out. All right. That was in the big Angel revival of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> With Del- starring Della Reese, right? Uh, yes. Is that the yeah. woman's name? Yeah, I think so. We'll get there. Yeah. I'm sure there's a TV movie of Touch by an Angel somewhere. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, oh, boy. Me neither. <laughs> uh, but he was just this beloved fixture forever. And uh, every one of those shows, if you were a grandma, you could watch it. Or if you were a little kid, you could watch it. All three mm-hmm. of them. So he just, everyone grew up with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently he, uh, as you said, this is semi-autobiographical. Michael Landon, this is from his Wikipedia. I don't I don't have like a biography of him in depth or anything, but I guess he went to bed until he was 14. And he had a chronically depressed, mentally unstable mother who the big story from, from her that he really remembers is that I think he was like around seven or eight and his mom tried to, they were on a beach vacation and she tried to drown herself in the ocean and he dragged her back. And then she pretended like nothing happened and he got, he like threw up and was really sick the rest of the time. But it was that kind of thing, his entire life, um, where she just kind of, couldn't function and it was a different time when I'm sure people were, you know, you could get shock therapy probably, but that was about Yeah. So he was looking to escape any way that he could from his house. Uh, And with his bedwetting, she would take his stained sheets and hang them outside his window Mm -hmm. as a child to shame him, which for some reason didn't stop his bedwetting. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) But he started throwing himself into sports and he was going to become an Olympian javelin thrower. Yeah. (laughs) And then he tore something in his arm and instead concentrated on acting and was working at a gas station across the street from Warner Brothers. And some talent agent saw him and cast him in a movie when he was 21. It was that movie, um, I Was a Teenage Werewolf. He was the starring role of a movie first thing out the gate pretty much you know i hate those stories because it's like <laughs> it's not fair he should have had his uh, self-confidence destroyed his entire life yes he shouldn't have been able to just you know start working at some gas station and then some like executives like hey kid you look like you should be in pictures well <laughs> <laughs> try being extremely handsome and charismatic and yeah maybe- i think that maybe <laughs> Try looking yeah, like I Michael Landon. <laughs> I, got, I, 
I guess I didn't factor that part in. <laughs> just always, always a strong jaw and uh, that mountain of luxurious hair always around him. He would have been like an amazing grandpa in in, in terms of looks. Like, like he had he had one of those grandpa faces. True. Uh, early on, so like uh, like I guess like str- I always think about my grandpa who always had like a strong hmm. kind of look to him because uh, he was you know a coal miner and stuff. But like he, some people just have that look <laughs> right out of the gate. <laughs> I I was thinking about uh him and his his kind of vibe and if he had if he was still living he seems like the kind of person that like a tarantino would put in a role and kind of revive the career just because he has such an intense like energy to him but do you think landon would have taken a role like that i think so i mean why not i don't know because he's i don't know i feel like he's been in family stuff his whole life or he had been Sure, but also he was a TV actor. He really didn't do movies. I'm sure he would have, but I, I think he, I mean, he was probably incredibly busy because he was starring in TV shows all the time. <laughs> but also this was a harder era for TV actors to break into movies once a certain yeah. time period had gone by. Yeah. Um, so the movie basically kind of follows this, a lot of this, except that... Um, in the beginning, how it starts is they show him, he's actually winning. He's going to about to win the gold medal as an Olympic runner, um, for the USA. And so that's kind of where it veers a little bit, but it really, really, it's really just about the fact that he wet the bed when he was a kid and how his mom was insane. Um, but he just kind of wrote a story around those little pieces, I think. Yeah, uh, honestly, this movie, I feel like if we can talk about this movie, if we go through the movie and all the events, it's going to just sound like a half hour after school special. This could have been a lot shorter, by the way. Uh, it's. I mean, it is only an hour, right? Is it really only an hour? It's like an hour and nine minutes or wow. something like that. Wow, uh, it feels a little longer <laughs> than that. Uh, in, unless you're a big bedwetting enthusiast, I think it might just, it's, there's so long. many scenes of just that happening over and over again, him peeing the bed, him going to school, him running home to pull, pull the sheet out of the window before it fall, before his friends see it. And it's like, it's like a massive, um, montage of that just happening over and over again like they really played that up like the amount of times i feel like they could have just kind of mentioned that it happened a lot or something (laughs) instead of just showing it over and over again yeah well let's let's kind of walk through it It, the movie the the poster and the marketing really put michael landon first and foremost which of course you would saying that he's one of the stars of it He's in about four minutes of this. He's at the beginning and the end because it starts off right. showing him <laughs> winning uh, an Olympic marathon track event. And he's being interviewed by a guy, uh, Rafir Johnson, who was a runner playing himself, as you can tell by the fact that he's not a great actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, Landon kind of like goes into uh, flashback mode and remembers his his miserable childhood 
where he has a nice dad who is played by who's Brian 70 years old Keith, <laughs> who is a yeah he who has a very uh 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 david not david carradine uh who am i thinking of who's who's this actor remind you of brian dennehy that's who it reminded yeah. me of yeah a little bit yeah except like a like a an older thinner version yeah um so he is his nice enough dad and his incredibly mean uh definitely mentally ill mom uh starts off with him wetting the bed he changes his pajamas he dries off the sheets he stuffs the sheets in his gym bag he pretends to go back to sleep and he wakes up and his dad goes how'd you do last night and he goes dry five days in a row because the the deal that his psychotic mom has worked out uh oh actually no the dad has said he's gonna buy him a real bed he's in a little kid's bed i guess yeah quite that that was a plot point yeah that was a plot point i didn't understand was that like that they keep him in this little bed as punishment for wetting the bed and then when he stops he can get a bigger bed but like like and the dad's like you know, we got to get in this bigger bed. His fr- he doesn't want his friends coming over and seeing this tiny bed. Like, I just never, <laughs> never considered the size of my bed when trying to hide embarrassing things in my room from my friends. <laughs> I guess the logic was we're not going to spend money on something you're going to ruin. <laughs> you're going to cake. <laughs> just piss after piss stain. Because right now the kid is going to the laundromat and spending his lunch money on mm-hmm. a washing machine, public washing machine to wash the sheets. Yeah. So he can get this new bed. This little kid is an absolute angel. I know that they refer in the, like the description of this as saying he's, he's angry and he's working on his anger. I never got that. He just seems like the most put upon oh. child in history. He's just the, a massive liar. Like he's just like he's right. constantly lying because he's always trying to hide that. You know, the, the dad actually make now that I think about it, the dad actually makes me think a little bit of like the dad from Rushmore. Oh um, sure, you know what I mean. Like that's Brian that's Cox. Like, like a yeah. young kid with a really old dad, but he kind of makes me feel that way. Both his parents look like they are in their eighties, <laughs> yeah. and this child is what eleven, thirteen, yeah, he's thirteen. So, and he, he is like just this, like you said, he's like a choir boy, you know, like, like he just looks like this little soft, sweet little boy. (laughs) But again, I, I deeply believe this child loves pissing the bed and it's it's, everything to him. (laughs) You, you think he grew up and every once in a while he does it just for nostalgia? Yeah. We've all got our hobbies. <laughs> yeah. But the dad is so kind and so nice. And I was like, gosh, that's that's a real that's that's a real twist from what I thought was going to happen. Yes. I think wisely, I mean, I guess in real life Landon's dad wasn't so nice. But okay. it was a smart decision because if the dad had also been mean, this is already kind of an unpleasant movie to get through just because the mom is so cruel to this kid. Oh, like, she's stopping the worst. short of, of physically beating him, 
she just derides him and is mean and to the uh, husband withholding too. and to the husband. If both the parents had been mean, I think this movie would be unbearable. Oh my gosh. Do you know he what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean this in, in in the real in the real world in today's world. This this boy I mean would probably would have committed suicide. Yeah. Based on the treatment. I mean, it's insane what this lady does. I do wish there had been a line kind of clarifying why the dad is staying with the mom. Like, is it just for the <laughs> sake of the boy? Because the guy is obviously miserable in this marriage. Well, it's, it's, uh, I don't know how conservative movies were back then. I mean, they're still sleeping in a separate bed. Yeah, but in 1976, you could show people in the same bed. Okay, so that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, do they hate each other? Or I don't know. Is I, that the way the movie's set up? I I know there are people who just sleep in separate beds. Like we wake each My other up. My grandpa did that. Yeah. I mean, once you reach a certain age, I think that happens a lot. They slept in separate rooms. <laughs> My I, I, have, <laughs> I had grandparents who did that as well. Yeah, I think there was more going on there than just, you know, uncomfortableness, but <laughs> Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh what else does little piss pants do he um <laughs> he pees he a lies lot. to his friends like he's yeah. always like coming up with a scheme for a reason why someone might notice these sheets but it seems like no one's ever noticing them <laughs> like well you know what i mean he always he's late to school because he's doing laundry uh and he can't he doesn't want to stay over at friends' houses. And, you know, there's just stuff he's trying to cover up for the fact that he pees the bed. Him peeing the bed be- is such a prominent fixture that his life seems to revolve around. <laughs> yes. Like, what well, else does and this the, kid And do? also, this little young boy is like a star freaking athlete. Yeah, he's on the football team. He does great. Um, but he's like, he looks like a little like video game nerd, like, you know, like real thin and yes, he he does not look doll. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't look like he's going to be amazing at football and he is, but he has to quit because, um, he pretends to lose his bag because he stuffed it with piss pants (laughs) (laughs) and his mom said, we're not replacing the equipment. So, right. Um, he has a young girl just throwing herself at him every mm-hmm. day. Yep. Um, she I doesn't that, smell any of the piss. <laughs> I think that she knows and she has a little bit of a, uh, a pee fetish that the oh, movie does okay. not get into. <laughs> yeah. They, they, he, so he ends up, since his mom is doing that with the sheet, he ends up running from home like as fast as he can home because he's afraid of anyone seeing him because all of his, na- his friends are his neighbors. And so this leads to him being an amazing runner. And he, in gym class, he runs the mile in like, you know, whatever, 10 seconds or something. <laughs> and like the, the coach is like, you got to see this kid. And so that becomes kind of like, that's the 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 whole part of the story where you see where it's all going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a strange path of logic that he becomes a champion runner because he has to run home every day to grab sheets out of his window. Do you, do you think during the Olympics he was just 
like picturing like, sheets he, dangling. Yes, he's like weeping and run, like like running as fast as he can. He's just like his heart's like just busting at the seams because he's picturing his friends behind I, him seeing <laughs> a sheet. I think that his coach, he told his running coach about it, and there's a Forrest Gump style thing where his coach has pea sheets ready in his bag, and he says, if you don't yeah. run this in this amount of time, I'm going to whip them out in front of the crowd. <laughs> or he, or they, they have one of those like mechanical bunnies they use for dogs, and it's got and it a piss a sheet, sheet on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> he has to catch That's it. his training. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a lot of just time spent on watching this kid not have a fun time at school. Like all that, there's like all that footage in the classroom where his teacher is berating his class for not doing well in the test. <laughs> I know that was such a, that was such a weird like moment of dialogue. It was like, he could have had any, they could have had any dialogue there because it doesn't play a part in the story. No, this child but needs he to be just, miserable at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just chose to make it be that everyone fails this freaking test as well. It starts off. And that, yeah. Uh, well, it Go starts on. off with, with the camera on the teacher and then it revolves around to the class. And I was hoping you would see his desk and there would just be like a fire hose of pee <laughs> spraying yeah. up in the air from He's the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to push the pee down. <laughs> he, 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 got, he, he, he tries to, um, his friends invite him to hang out at his house to spend the night. And he's like, oh, I can't. I got to hang out with my dad or something. Yeah. And they're, because he doesn't want to piss the bed at their house too. So, like, but then the mom, like, the, someone he calls hasn't learned like, the, the Nathan rule of you just don't tell them. Yeah. He just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the mom, like, the mom, like, basically uh, gets a call and says, like, yeah, he'll hang out. He'll sleep over at their house. And so she invites him for him. Yeah. And, the it, dad's like, what if are we you haven't, doing? he's gonna piss the bed there. <laughs> if we haven't been specific enough with uh, the mom thinks that this kid is peeing the bed on purpose because he is yeah. lazy and spiteful, which is of course <laughs> insane because this child has done no wrong in his life. He is blameless yeah. without sin. Uh, yeah. The dad doesn't believe that, but the dad doesn't really intervene beyond just kind of being like, "Oh, come on." He is a very yeah. Uh, downtrodden husband and they go to like a doctor um and the doctor's like he's okay but it's just like <laughs> this happens a lot to people and he he can go see a psychologist and the mom's like you know not gonna go see some psychologist you know like a weak pussy baby <laughs> like you know she's like he's doing it on purpose i know it i know it for a fact uh so then she says if he pees the bed at their house, if he doesn't, then we know he's doing it on purpose. Right. So then he goes to the house and he stays up all night. Yes. <laughs> like he sleeps up in the window or something. He's up all night. He doesn't go to bed at all. And he doesn't pee, of course. And then he comes home and the mom's like, told you. Yeah. He's doing it on purpose. I love that that scene where the kids are staying up because they're watching a, a beauty contest. So there's like a yeah. woman in a swimsuit and one of the boys goes, I bet she can hold her breath a long time. 
which is such a 1930s way of talking about somebody's breast size. And then, like, this is actually a pretty low-key performance movie, but did you notice that when the parents tell them off-screen to go to bed, that child has two cartoon characters for parents? (laughs) Why are you watching that still? (laughs) Hey, you turn that stuff off, kids! They're like not an exaggeration. It's two Gilbert Gottfrieds. They're like just a few, like like just a few voices away from the Charlie Brown parents. (laughs) So uh, old old urine trousers finally runs away from home, and he runs into it. He breaks into a department store. He puts a football helmet on. He runs around the store. And then he goes up to the bedding department and there's all these display mattresses. And he turns to the camera and he smiles and Bad to the Bone plays. And then you just see him <laughs> peeing at every single one of those mattresses. The big smile on his face. He, he, like he looks at the camera and like a little ding, like hips in his eyes, like a little glare. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and it's like problem child. <laughs> no, he goes and he falls asleep on one of the mattresses and for some reason he doesn't pee, I guess because he hasn't been uh, mentally abused that night. Probably also because he has a big bed, I think is the like, Oh, like, like, like maybe that was part of the psychology is that him being demeaned and like having to be in this little thing is like contributing to him continuing to pee like that. Wow. I didn't even think about that. That's an odd leap of logic, but I guess that, makes sense in terms I mean, of the script. I mean, the movie, you know, like, because it's like instant. He's like, yeah, we're going to get you one of these beds, kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like remember they were like, if you don't pee the bed for a week, we'll buy you a big bed. He does it one night. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes one night without peeing the bed and they instantly buy it for him. <laughs> You're saying he didn't learn this lesson. This no. kid's being coddled. Well, I'm sure that bed is just a water bed right now. <laughs> Well, that was, I was waiting for that to be the twist as he winds up with a waterbed. And then there's just a catheter that runs into the mattress. And this, what's great in this scene, is the best part of the whole movie is the parents come there in the morning and they get the kid and the dad finally just tells the mom to shut up. Like he just said, so will you shut up? And then they leave and she's just standing in the security office by herself. Well, and it's the, like, gosh, finally. And the dad uh, admits that he <clears throat> he himself oh, yeah. wet the bed until he was 14. Yep. And the kid, yeah. instead of saying, what the hell, <laughs> you haven't yeah, said this the whole time, is delighted Even with when the doctor inf- asked you. Yes. <laughs> He's delighted with this information, and he and his dad hug, and they hug so hard that pee starts streaming down between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it's like you, you see like a little tear drop from his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then we flash forward and Michael Landon is uh, watching himself win, win the marathon. And the interviewer says, who, who would you like to, uh, who was your inspiration when you, when you ran? And Michael Landon says, depends. I thought that was crazy that they worked in a product placement like that for adult diapers in this movie. (laughs) 
No, Michael Landon <laughs> says, I guess my parents. And then the interviewer yeah. goes, I'm sure your parents are very proud watching at home. I thought they were going to cut to like the parents in old age makeup or to two tombstones. <laughs> or something yeah, like that. I, know. <laughs> I know because they don't do anything. <laughs> I know, but I was like, they're setting you like, what, like, are, are, like, or something like he would say, Oh, my parents passed away or something. But it's like, no, they just, they, the movie ends. The movie just ends. Yes. It ends with a freeze yeah. frame of Michael Landon running through finish line tape. And it's one of those great freeze frames where it is just fuzz. (laughs) Well, especially on the YouTube eighth generation VHS that we saw. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like the technology is what it is. And so like, it's just a blur and then you can kind of make out his face. (laughs) Uh, What did we think about this movie? I think I would have liked it better if it was like an after school special and it was just like 30 minutes. Who do you think is the audience for this movie? This is like the pilot, you know, that we watched, you, you, you know, like the, the break dance when we watched where it's like, it just needs to be a short thing, a little moral story mm-hmm. and in and out just a way to get kids, you know, as a way to relate to kids who still pee the bed and there's hope and all that stuff. We don't need, an hour long, you know, what I assume would have been broken up over two hours, <laughs> you know, with, with commercials and everything or whatever. Can you imagine watching it in that time, time frame? Here, here's the reason why I question if the audience is supposed to be kids, because I think if it's supposed to be, if uh, uh, a hope for kids who wet the bed that it's not going to be forever or, you know, achieve your dreams or whatever they're supposed to be getting out of this, the people tormenting the boy would be his classmates. Instead, it's this abusive mother who is making this happen. So if you're a kid watching this, is the lesson supposed to be stand up to your abusive parent or do you know what I mean? Cause it, it almost seems like it'd be something more for adults about like, don't the power treat your kids of, this way. Yes. About not demeaning or shaming your children. I think both are there. I think, I think both sides can get something out of this. I, I, I do think it's interesting that there were, there was no, there was no scene at any time in this movie where a kid made fun of him for peeing the bed. Yeah, doesn't it seem like that should have been in there to add? Maybe, more maybe tension? he filmed a scene like that, or maybe, maybe I don't know if this is autobiographical. Maybe he never, maybe he was always able to hide it. But not in the movie. He has like this kid has really supportive friends. He has two jock <laughs> friends who see the pee sheet. Don't say anything. <laughs> then the kid makes up a lie about how they ha- they just bought a puppy and the puppy jumped on the bed and he peed on the bed and my mom hang this the sheet out the window like this very obvious lie and the friends just let it slide. And also the girl sees it too. Yeah, <clears throat> that's never addressed though afterwards. Really, I- I'm assuming it's addressed in the fact that she doesn't give say a crap. anything. You know, she doesn't. Yeah. Uh, either she's being really nice about it or she just didn't notice it yeah or as i said she's really into it and that's why she keeps pestering this kid for a date i mean it could be a number of things <laughs> that's true <laughs> michael landon is good at directing kids i think okay the kids act just like kids in this 
Yeah. There's really not a ton of overacting. Except the kid. Like, except it's got that stilted kind of like, okay. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I think that's in the writing, though. Okay. I don't know what what else to do with those lines. Yeah. I know. They're reading the script and they're not deviating from it, you know. But, like, whenever anyone puts the word well in a script, like, it's it's always. It's always going to come out bad. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> because I don't think people really say that anymore. No. Well, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, sometimes I do say well like that. Well, but I never say it at the beginning of a sentence. Well, I, well, well, co- well, are, well, are you? No, I mean, when you're lying, <laughs> don't you do, do yeah. that all the time? Well, uh, uh, well, I, uh, 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 or, um, I, 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 it was an accident. I didn't mean to be the bed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm thinking about like when they're in the cafeteria and his two friends are eating spaghetti and talking to him. They're eating just like regular kids, which is like they're pounding this two food. disgusting children not looking up from their food, just shoveling it in, talking with their mouths full. It's like, yeah, that is yeah. how kids eat and talk. It's like, it's like I told catering. Not to bring any food until 8 p.m. tonight. (laughs) (laughs) These kids are going to freaking act like they would in normal life or else. (laughs) Oh, did we mention that in the last freeze frame with Michael Landon breaking through? The the finish line tape, he is is jumping into a porta potty. He had to immediately <laughs> just piss his brains out. <laughs> I don't I don't oh. I don't think I could recommend this because it's just it's too long. I found it really unpleasant to watch because I, I try to watch everything twice. Like at least watch watch it one time very directly and then another time indirectly just so I can remember stuff. And just Ugh. listening to this a second time was like hearing this kid get berated for an hour and nonstop talk about bedwetting. Like, this is not fun for me. The most depressing part of the movie is when the dad uh, gives in to the mom and starts, like, like, smacks him in the face and is like... Like, the dad at some point just gives in and just does the same stuff instead of fighting the mom. And, like, yes. it, it just it's just a low point. Yeah, it beats uh, the piss out of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Into the bed. I will say, though, that... Did you know parents when you were a kid and you'd like stay over at parents' houses or whatever, and you look back now and you realize, oh, wow, that was not normal or that was really weird what those parents were doing or saying? Yeah, but I I, I think I knew then. Mm. You know, I, I don't – like when I think back on like, – <laughs> I can remember – uh, this one time I was hanging out with my friend and we were all playing something and he, we were playing baseball with his dad or something and he's like, he like pushed me. The dad pushed you or his, the kid pushed you? No, the, my friend pushed me. Okay. And his dad came barreling through and just like, like body chopped him. Oh <laughs> he was like, see how it feels? Oh my God. <laughs> like, he was sticking up for me, but like, and I think in the moment I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but then like, you know, going home, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, what a psycho. <laughs> I mean, I remember yeah. at some point 
most of the friends that I was good friends with when I was a little kid, I had to hear almost all of them in the other room getting spankings and like crying or yelling in the other room. And then they'd come back and you'd have to like pretend like nothing. <laughs> you hadn't heard anything because it's your friend, but their and eyes are And you're just are sitting there looking weird. at a magazine, a pop culture magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Reading about this movie. Uh, and that's just, yeah, it's, no, I had I, some friends who like most of my friends were, their parents were, um, I mean, I felt like their parents were like mine. Like I had some parents who were more strict, but it was just about what kind of food they ate and like what time they went to bed, you know? Sure. And like, if we went over there, I knew I had to, we had to go to bed at a certain time, but like, um, you know, most of my friends, (laughs) you know, I think, I think the ones I hung out with who had, who were like crazy, like they just didn't care what their parents would do. So their parents had a a more hands-off approach with them. (laughs) Okay. It didn't really work to do anything, you know, (laughs) but yeah. Hmm. I don't think I was ever in a room and heard a friend. Now my cousin. (laughs) Oh, you never heard that? Wow. I feel I, I heard it way too often and it was always humiliating for everybody. I've been in the room. I've been in a room and, and have had people get, disciplined in another room you know okay As, but mostly family <laughs> mostly family because our family sure. our families were very much um pro spanking mm-hmm. so you know there there was always someone getting spanked somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah we're all working through something aren't we <laughs> yeah yeah um and i i looked up this young child actor who was in Lance Tons Kerwin of stuff. Lance Kerwin. Did you Single. look? Yeah. <laughs> so he he was in lots of lots of stuff, like lots of um, lots of movies we will end up watching. Mm. Um, and but did you read about what in his later years? I I did. By the way, this kid specialized <laughs> in being in bummer movies. He's also in The Boy Who Drank Too Much as yep. The Boy and Children of Divorce. So I can't <laughs> wait for those laugh riots. Yeah. Yeah, he's currently selling timeshares in Hawaii, but yep. uh, before that, he became a minister with U-Turn for Christ in Hawaii. Yep. And then 10 years after that, he... And his wife pled guilty to falsifying documents to obtain state medical assistance and was sentenced to five years probation. What does that mean? Like, like they're, they're trying to get like Medicaid or something. I have absolutely no idea. Let's So see. that's my guess. Now what, now like to be fair, what if they just did not have money, but they made just a, a little bit over the amount that you're allowed to make. Like in Florida, that's like, if you make more than a dollar a year, you can't get Medicaid. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> so like, what if in, in they're just like, just a dollar, like, uh, but I'm guessing, no, I'm guessing it was just pure straight up fraud. Being the fact I'm, that he sells timeshares. <laughs> I'm reading from the Star Tribune mm. uh, from 2010. My favorite rag. Coy County Deputy Prosecuting Attorney Lauren McDowell says the 49-year-old Kerwin was caught falsifying documents to obtain state medical assistance and food stamps. Hmm. So he fell on hard times like every... This is in the article. Hmm. That's how a professional (laughs) reporter... Hmm. So he fell on hard times like every other child star seems to do, right? 
Defense attorney Craig DeCosta says when Kerwin applied for benefits, he omitted in the application that he owns three properties on the mainland of Hawaii. (laughs) Kerwin, a pastor at Calvary Chapel and a U-Turn for Christ program leader, says he's already paid $21,000 in restitution. But it wasn't enough. So, yeah, he's a bit of a... Yeah, the old acting chops are still getting worked out for our scam. friend Lance. Do you think when they caught him, he was filling it out and he was like, "Oh, oh, uh, this is uh, my dog did this." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Believe me, you don't want me in prison. There'll be a lot <laughs> of mopping, a lot wetter." Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. I don't think this is a recommend to watch, but, um, sorry, if you're, if you're following the schedule of the show, you've probably already watched it and I apologize. <laughs> As we always say here on network special, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, did, did, did you, did, do you know if like, what kind of parents did Stoney have? <laughs> I pointedly never ask him about his past. Oh, okay. He, right. he Do you know, always, he, so you don't know if he's wet the bed? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think he's ever... He's, he certainly never talked about it to me. Okay. Right. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he like dribbled a little on to get a little extra high from a doobie? Like a really <laughs> wet doobie? Wait. Do I think that he dropped some <laughs> urine onto a doobie? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, don't don't you get extra high if you smoke your own piss? <laughs> okay, well that's it for this week. Um, thank you for t- tuning in. As always, please rate the show, like and subscribe. Go on iTunes. Go on Spotify. I don't know where else you can get podcasts at Stitcher. Is that one or no, you, you have to like be on that. Don't you <laughs> like, we're not part of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spotify, uh, who knows? Though. Maybe one day. Yeah. Spotify, uh, Google. Uh, yeah. Go on there, rate, like, uh, subscribe on our YouTube channel. We have a Twitter. We have all that stuff. If you go to network special podcast.com, you can find all that stuff and more. Too true. So thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, remember, be nice to your children, and just in case, put a little rubber on your sheets. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>